the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so News Dump Friday, the feeble fascist and the most corrupt administration to ever steal an office called the Biden administration. Probably going to dump some scandalous news, not to mention Squirrel. It's nice to have you back. You tiny hand little freak. In the meantime, if there should be any news that breaks about the women so wretched enough they want to kill their own kids with all kinds of medicine and pills and whatnot because the Supreme Court is going to rule on this, you keep me abreast there, Chesty. We got a deal? And I will tell you more of the atrocities that have taken place by this dimwit who's actually making fun of himself now. As I've told my distinguished friend from Massachusetts and good friend, Senator Markey, that... uh... It's really very, very dull when after all these years in public life, you're known for two things. Ray-Ban sunglasses and chocolate chip ice cream. Uh, you're, you're on for a couple more. Dementia takes a great man to overcome dementia, and you haven't, Dementia Face. And the fact that you are clearly the most obvious asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. The most obvious traitor to the principles of a country you pretend to be president of. And you're doing it with half a brain. The chair of the White House Council on Environmental Quality. Brenda, where's Mallory? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's slow it down there, Dementia Face Joe. Slow it down. Now listen, listen, turn it up a little bit there, Squirrel. I want everyone to hear how stupid this moron is. The chair of the White House Council on Environmental Quality. Now, 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 I see the dementia doesn't allow you to separate the words. That's why you can't color in lines either. Him and Fetterman, they have a hard time with finger painting. You got to separate the words. The dementia makes it so you can't. So he's going to try to remember her name, and he can't, and he just does like the, re- like the moron he is. Brenda, oh, where, where's Mallory? There she is, Brenda. Now, at, at a certain point, somebody should say, you know, you're, not, you're unfit. You're absolutely and totally unfit to do the job. But that's not the kind of character we have, because we are an empire built on lies. Everything is a fracking lie. Every policy a lie. There is no justice. There's only injustice. So what he's doing today is signing environmental justice, which are just two words that the mafia puts together to control the economy. And what, what, what answer is he going to even be posed a question on this? Because right after this little press conference, little shindig, he's shipped off to Camp David. And um, at Camp David this weekend, what's, what is the president planning to do while he's up there? Do you have a list of staff? I do not have a list of staff that's attending. Um, well, I think usually when he leaves, we put out a, a little pool note on who's traveling, so you'll have that. Uh, you all will have that, so that is a common practice, uh, but I don't have anything specific uh, to uh, to lay out when he's at Camp David. You know, that's kind of private time with his family. Uh, just don't have anything uh, more. Well, they better be meeting with lawyers, dummy. 
because he's got some problem. Even now, even Democrats are starting to say, hmm, maybe, maybe 87, 103 LLCs, maybe it is a web of syndicate corruption. How can we divert the attention? I know. We'll claim that we're solving problems. Under this order, environmental justice will become the responsibility of every single federal agency. I mean, every single federal agency. At a certain point, somebody who's elected to be a representative will have to step forward and say, every department doesn't have the authority to do any of this. Executive orders were intended during wartime so that presidents could order supplies, not so they could change the course of the economy. And we have to hear these idiot Democrats pretend that the debt ceiling is something that the Republicans are obstructing rather than realizing the reason we're at this debt ceiling is no matter how much money the government receives in extortion from its people and its companies. It's irrelevant. No matter how much money it steals, it cannot stay in the lines. It's like Joe painting or coloring in a little coloring book or Fetterman. But just this past week, we heard Speaker McCarthy and the MAGA, this is not your father's Republican Party, and the MAGA Republicans in Congress want to repeal climate provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act. They'd rather threaten the default on the U.S. economy than get rid or get rid of some $30 billion in taxpayer subsidies to, rather than get rid of 30 It's It's painful, Squirrel. He can't keep a thought in his freaking mind because he's got all kinds of voices, perhaps a couple of songs from the 20s. In the meantime, the reason that they're usurping the entire economy is because they're profiting from it. So as they demonize big oil, what they don't want you to know is big oil is the one who has diversified itself into these alternative energy companies. I mean, outside of the China pimps that own his whore. Billion dollar taxpayer subsidies to an oil industry that made $200 billion last year. That's not even enough money to send to the Ukrainian Nazis. $200 billion? Pfft, nothing. Drop in a bucket for a man of your caliber. Right there, Crooked Joe? Imagine making that choice. Imagine seeing all this happen. The wildfires, the storms, the floods, and doing... Oh, what was he saying there, Squirrel? The, the storms, the, the weather, the weather. That's why they're pumping up the Tornado Alley. There's a reason it's been called Tornado Alley, since the settlers were whipping horses, because tornadoes go through there. Nothing about it. Nothing about it. Imagine taking all these clean energy jobs away from working class folks all across America. Whoa, 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 whoa. On your first day, you put how many people in the oil industry, the most important energy sector in the world? How many did you put out of business? How much progress did you? So now you got your phony baloney jobs, your phony baloney. Those cars wouldn't sell if they weren't subsidized and you weren't forcing people, enticing people and extorting people. And then there's the government profiteers that you don't want anyone to know about. 28 energy department officials own stock in Exxon. 17 officials. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 28 own stock in Exxon. These are the very tyrannical bureaucrats that are trying to shut down these companies. Why would they own stock in them? Own stock in Chevron. 15 hold stock in both. It doesn't involve or influence in any way our actions. It doesn't. It doesn't it does influence not. their actions. It Only the individual does stock doesn't. It, then why did you it, sell yours? I signed an, an ethics agreement with the president of the United States, saying I would divest. Well, presumably because he was rightly worried that owning these individual stocks would influence your decisions, don't you think? Well, it's different when you're the head of a department and you have a whole agency. Let's just ban it. Let's ban it for all executive department officials. Let's ban it for members of Congress. And that would be good. 
But see, they, they pretend that they put them in these, in these little entities, a blind trust. They put them in the municipal funds. The people who manage those are at their dinner parties. These are policy front runners. And if you think the energy companies are making a lot of money, and they are, but they're making something, they're delivering a product. The political whores and prostitutes of policy, they make 10 times and they do absolutely nothing except front run their own policy. And they may not be doing anything related to fossil fuel. Uh, it may just be part of their portfolio, Boy, that looks but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't involve or influence in any way our actions. Then why are they all worth millions? Why are they all wearing $6,000 suits? Not a one of them worked a day in their lives. This is why Jennifer Granholm has the job. Because she's been on the inside of this game for decades. Since before her hair was gray. It doesn't, inv- it doesn't it does influence not. their actions? It Only the individual does stock doesn't? It, then why did you it sell yours? absolutely does not. Because I signed an, an ethics agreement with the President of the United States saying I would divest. Well, presumably because he was rightly worried that owning these individual stocks would influence your decisions, don't you think? Well, it's different when you're the head of a department and you have a whole agency. Versus when the you're regular. in one part of an agency and you trade a stock that happens to be dealing with a completely other part. We have 100,000 people in the department, a very vast agency, and they're strewn about. Think of that. 100,000 people, all with privy inside policy information, profiting from the fascism they're implementing on honest people out the country um if somebody over in uh nnsa buys some stock over that in 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 exxon it doesn't listen to how she's struggling because what she's saying to you is another lie and wait till you hear the amount one moron was allowed to trade more than any trader on wall street involve their particular area of influence and that's the influence part i think that you're objecting to well, so I, I guess I don't understand your position. Your position is you're not concerned about 130 officials in the Energy Department collect, collectively trading 2,700 shares of stock, including in Chevron, Exxon, and, and others? I would. So when you see them act magnanimous as if they care of the climate, that's only for the people who are stupid enough not to realize there's no such thing as environmental justice. But there is front-running policies. There is profiteering of fascism. That's called the Democrat Mafia, and too many Republicans. Under this order, environmental justice will become the responsibility of every single federal agency. I mean, every single federal agency. Because they're all going to make a tremendous amount of money. This is the old gangster neighborhood. Cut me in or cut it out. And then just look like you care about the people the whole time you're accused of how many atrocities against individual people, you crooked bastard. The time I was growing up there in a precarious area called Brookfield Apartments, there were more. I think he said Brookfield Apartments, but I can't tell, Squirrel, because the dementia is eating his brain like a Pac-Man. Oil refineries in that neck of the woods, in that southeast corner of Pennsylvania, then in Houston, Texas. Riveting story, Squirrel. President of the United States, the only man who couldn't get a job at any company, somehow is in charge of the country. It's a school about a half quarter mile up the road on the thing called the Philadelphia Pike. And mom used to drive us up because it was a very busy highway. And we'd drop us off. And and, and Then why would the mailman spend three hours at your house? On those days early on, when uh, there'd be the first frost... You turn on the windshield wipers, not a joke, and there'd be an oil slick on the window. And that's why you get to 
act as a fascist and take things away because in 1926 there was an oil slick on the window and I don't know if it was left there by your father and his hooker in the evening or because of the climate. An oil slick on the front windshield and how many folks across the country have had similar experiences? You know, we know public health impacts of toxins in air and water and there's real, real effects. There's also real effects of communism. Marxism, socialism, and political corruption we've gotten accustomed to. Real effects, executive orders, and bills that are moving on that we didn't have any idea about. Mortgage rates spiking up to 6.43% yesterday as the Biden administration is planning to force home buyers with good credit to pay more for their mortgages so that they can subsidize the loans of high-risk borrowers. Experts reportedly estimating that good credit buyers could pay about $40 additional a month on a $400,000 mortgage. The rule is set to go into effect on May 1st. Bob, it's subsidizing those homeowners who probably shouldn't have the mortgage in the first place. Yeah, we've seen this before, haven't we? Yeah. When people were sub... It's called the scumbag fee. See, you've got to pay for the scumbags. You know, the Democrats. Can't pay their bills. Will tolerate any kind of scandal because they're not repulsed by the scams. They simply want in on them. That's how this guy exists. That's why they put up with this. The chair of the White House Council on Environmental Quality, Brenda Moore. You can get away with anything. You just promise to give away everything, right? I called to this hearing of the U.S. Senate Subcommittee and Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics, and Research. The night, Diamic. Duo of stupid right there. It's unbelievable. But if you think they have a, a hold on it, you'd be wrong. This is a, uh island that at its widest level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore. And at its smallest level, uh, uh, smallest uh, uh, location, it's... Spit it uh, out, Democrat. Spit it seven out. Seven miles... Uh, between one shore and the other. Is that correct? I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very small island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long. So 24 miles long, about 7 miles wide at the least widest uh, place on the island and about 20 about 12 miles wide. I'm playing this for a reason, Squirrel. This is an inspiration for stupid people everywhere. This guy's a congressman. Uh, uh, on the widest part of the island. And um, I don't know how many square miles that, that is. Do Riven. you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I, I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. A monument for the stupid. Hope! For every CPS student out there who still can't do math in 12th grade, 312-642-5600. Oh. My. God. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now this mafia has a tremendous amount of weapons. Tremendous amount of 
fascistic tools to use against you, your money, your freedom, and control. Constantly control. They think they're on to something, and they don't want you to realize that this bull dung, bull dung of CO2 is one half of one tenth of one percent, an infinitesimal percentage of the atmosphere. Infinitesimal. The wars that they participate in unjustly, the mayhem, the shooting rockets up, blowing up, that all does a thousand times more damage than you and your Buick and any other thing in your life could possibly do, all of us in this country. But this is their greatest weapon. And we're allowing the dumbest people among us, the dumbest, the most corrupt, to control everything. When the president walked into the administration, climate uh, climate change was one of the crises that he felt that he needed to deal oh with. Oh my God, climate change. It used to be there were ice age was coming, then it was global warming, now it's climate change. Lions and tigers and bears. Tigers and bears. Oh, my. Lions and tigers. Are you afraid, Squirrel? You afraid? Lions and tigers. Everybody in the cast of The Wizard of Oz was smarter than these idiot Democrats. They weren't as rich, though, because this scam is making them billionaires. Not millionaires, billionaires. Where's Nancy Pelosi, the drunk? Get off the table, tramp. Jim in his car. Hey, how you doing, Sean? I love your show, man. Oh, thank you, brother. Um... I pay my bills on time. I've never been late for a payment. And I, I own my own home. I paid a high interest rate. Why can't I get a rebate? You think maybe I'd get a rebate? Jimmy, this is why, and I'm dead serious about this. This is why when you factor in inflationally adjusted money, which is the timestamp of money, you realize how normal this unmitigated failure has has normalized failure, economic failure, that anybody should be ripped out of office for what this imbecile and his cohorts of misfits have done. And yet we're just pretending it's, it's average. You realize you living your life like that made you the sucker that funds all of this. You and me and Squirrel and all the good people, we're funding this. And no matter how much money they take from us, record sums, it's never enough. And then when they butt up against the debt ceiling, they use the same scare technique. Full faith and credit of America. I got news for you. With this idiot in charge, with these politicians and what they've done, and their scandals and their lies, this country has no credibility. And that's why the rest of the world, as I speak to you, is de-dollarizing, Jim. Thank you very much. And rightfully so. Who wants to talk about Lula in Brazil? Brazilian President Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva is in China as he aims to bolster economic ties with Brazil's largest trading partner. Put another one on the list. Another one doesn't want the dollar. We've been outplayed. Now, are you going to give him the grace of saying, oh, he's just a Democrat. And like all the rest of them, they're just stupid. Or are you going to recognize he's bribed to overthrow our country from within? He is a traitor. He's not only stupid, he's a traitor. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you tonight? Wonderful. Uh, What I wanted to say is, when I was listening, uh, turned on the show, I heard you say that uh, people with good credit are going to have to pay uh, uh, higher rates for their mortgage. You didn't hear me. You heard Fox say it. Here you go. The, uh, you, you heard Fox people say with that. Bad credit. Mortgage rates spiking up to 6.43% yesterday as the Biden administration is planning to force home buyers with good credit to pay more for their mortgages so that they can subsidize the loans of high-risk borrowers. Experts reportedly estimating that good credit buyers could pay about $40 additional a month. On It's not me saying it. That's Maria Bartiroma, the money honey. So is that, 
Is that another way for the government to attack uh, people in the country? What gives them the right to do this? When you signed your mortgage disclosure, was this in the agreement? You see, under this regime of, of fascism, agreements mean nothing. Rules mean nothing. Laws mean nothing. And they will abuse you, the honest person, to take care of their base, the dishonest, welfare roach, or crook. That's who makes up this Democrat Party. There aren't any good earners in the Democrat Party. If they make money and they're not welfare roaches, it's because they're making their money on the contracts and the scams of policy. That's who. That's who's overthrown us. It's a disgrace, is what it is. An, un, an unmitigated. Right, I have a good weekend. Scott in Sycamore. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Very good. How are you? So you know, I, I'm only fifty, and I find it humorous that. Uh, We, Scott, uh, Scott, must have got run, Scott must have got a victim of global warming. Here's the main point of Scott. 50, they've been wrong for 70 years. Just ask one of these Democrats how old the world is. That's all. Just ask him and watch him. And then ask him what's the percentage of atmosphere that CO2 makes up that you're trying to control. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. There comes a time when we heed a Stop trying to calm me down with Lionel Richie. I'm not in the mood to be calm. Imagine turning your back on all those moms and dads living in towns poisoned by pollution. And t- you fracking moron. Your transportation secretary, your moron railroads, all your moron policies. What you've done to this country, now you're worried about it? It's almost great. It's like, you know, by the way, Squirrel, don't forget to update me if these scoundrel rats that want to kill their babies and have me pay for it get their way and they still can continue to not be charged with murder for killing their own kids. Marge on the northwest side. Hey, Sean, I, help me understand this. The, the presidency of the United States is supposed to be a representative for the people, right? Not make the laws. So I don't go, I don't get where he gets off with all these executive orders. And my question to you is, do the states have to abide by his executive orders? That's no. not really his. No. And I'm glad that you brought that up because two days ago, Florida state legislature just passed an anti ESG bill. Not only did we pass it, it's going to be signed into law. Uh, I got it here somewhere. Hold on. Hold on. We got a stack of stuff here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You can find this out. Um, Anti-ESG bill headed to DeSantis' desk. The Florida State has approved a bill that would prevent investment managers from considering the ideology factors of investment decisions. The bill also prohibits financial institutions from applying a social credit score. You see, this is where this all leads. Marge, this is the greatest control mechanism. Everybody knows it's a scam. CO2 is one-half of one-tenth of one percent, an infinitesimal percentage of the atmosphere. It doesn't really make a difference of anything. And, in fact, we can harm the Earth more than we can ever help it by not giving enough CO2. That's the irony here. But this isn't about any of the, the issues they're talking. It's always about control because they're going to backdoor nationalize your entire existence. And the fact that he, ha- he doesn't have the power, this is a rogue action That's always bipartisan. Trump did the same thing. Bush did the same thing. Obama did the same thing. You could trace it all the way back to World War II. When it was, when it was originally expanded because they didn't want to keep reordering military equipment. So they gave FDR, the original scum Democrat socialist, 
this unregulated power. And it is, we're at the point now where he can change the entire economy and implement laws that our Congress would never pass. It's insanity. And you're, you don't hear one person say impeachment. Not one person pushed back. Where's Kevin McCarthy today? He's busy raising money. It's disgusting, Marge. And I'm going to tell you where it's going to lead. Thank you, by, by the way, for the call. I'm going to tell you where it's going to lead. Because you can always look to the countries that have willing slaves in Europe. Always look to Europe for the future. Now we have in Europe this threshold above 1,000 euros, you cannot pay cash. If you do, you are on the gray market. So you take mm. your risk. You get caught, you are fined, or you go in jail. They're going to regulate every freaking penny. In the meantime... The government, the IRS, the forever bothering Italians, that fraud organization called the FBI. They've insulated this mafia from prosecution, from the lowly lobbyists all the way up to the president of the White House and every Democrat, congressman, senator in between. This is the goal. Absolute and total control. Everybody knows this doesn't. This is all full of garbage it the, the, that's the, the climate when the president walked into the administration climate uh, climate change was one of the crises that he felt that he needed to deal with climate change he can't figure out why his socks are wet this stupid son of a gun he doesn't even know what climate change is other than another weapon to bankrupt our nation speaker mccarthy unveiled a ransom note holding our economy hostage it's a 320 page plan to kill jobs fill our cities with smog and give asthma to our children the proposal would re- listen to the fear it's always about the fear so i think it's one of the reasons i had childhood asthma so many people in that area we had one no of- no no. you had childhood asthma when you got drafted and it became very very convenient you draft dodging cowardly rat that's why you had it you're full of bull what do they call it in those short in the pants neighborhoods malarkey i think that's what it's called uh joseph lake forest Hi, uh, Sean, if you murder a pregnant woman, you get charged with two murders. Yeah. You, you mean you, you mean me and you. If you're a, a yes. gangster disciple, you could murder <laughs> virtually anybody. You don't get charged with anything. So, so you got to think about it. If you're trying to, to, to tell me the, that somehow irony will wake these idiots up, you're wrong, Joseph, and you sound like a wonderful man, but you're dealing with people who want to kill their own kids, you think they care about policy or bankruptcy or control? You think they care about Marxism or socialism? This is why you can't commingle with them. You can't get along with somebody so wretched enough in their soul to kill their own kid. I really don't give a rip what they think. All you can do, Joseph, is come and live with me in Naples, Florida. I have to drive to find a Democrat. Thank you very much. Scott in Woodstock. Hey, Sean. So... I'm sure you talked about it being in the real estate business, but the uh, subsidies that the higher scoring credit score people are going to be subsidizing the lower credit score mortgage rates, isn't that just genius? It's wonderful. And do you want to know something, Scott? This is a Republican problem because we, you remember that dimwit George W. Bush, we have to break the rules of capitalism in order to save it. That's what we did in 08 anyway. That's what you did in 08. You probably never missed a fracking payment in your life. But you suffered the ramifications of scoundrels that should have never bought anything. They bought it, and you bailed them out whether you realize it or not. So how do you... Oh, I realize it. You know, and, and here's the thing, Scott. The first time is the hardest. Just ask a hitman or some woman who killed their kid. Next thing you know, you're like Whoopi Goldberg. You can't even count how many abortions you had. Same thing with the economy. Thank you very much, Scott.
Sickening. I know it's not easy to realize, but congratulations. We're socialists. Mortgage rates spiking up to 6.43% yesterday as the Biden administration is planning to force home buyers with good credit to pay more for their mortgages so that they can subsidize the loans of high risk borrowers. At least that's up front. You just had tax day where you gave away 50% of your income to subsidize the welfare roaches that won't go to work. You know, Democrats. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560. The answer. I will never forget that dirty, fat slob. I've had so many abortions, I don't know how many. Eh, Maybe that's what's wrong with your eyebrows. What a wretched society, really. It's just completely wretched, and it's meant to be that way. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every... I mean, think about it. You stay in your house for two years, government subsidized basically everything, shut every business down, told mothers not to go see their sons and sons not to go see their mothers, Sit daughters and, and fathers... When they were dying in the hospital, though, the government says you can't get together. Hospitals implementing rules. You couldn't even get a second opinion. It worked. And now you think you're going to push back against their eco-Nazism? It's the perfect plan. Mary Aurora. Hello? Hi, Mary. Hi. Uh, first time caller. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for I making it. I just wondered, this morning, okay, I heard on something that... That Kwame Raul in Chicago now is taking a class action suit yeah. against Kia and Hyundai. Damn you, Kia! The cars are too easy to steal. Yeah. So in other words, we're we're not going to prosecute the people stealing them. It's right. The car company's fault. Exactly. And pretty soon they're going to sue Louis Vuitton. They enticed this mob to break the windows and turn a great shopping district into a hellhole ghetto. It's Louis Vuitton's problem. It's Kia's problem. And by the way, Mary, it's your problem. You are, you clearly are suffering from white privilege. You need to be taken down a couple notches. So Kwame Raoul, in all his infinite wisdom, with that stupid look on his face and that even stupider hairdo, he's going to figure out how to take you down. So let's sue Kia. Damn you, Kia. Look what you've done to the gangster disciples. You've destroyed them, not to mention the mayhem. Yeah. I'm telling you, Lucifer has melted their brains, man. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know who it was, but uh, I'll tell you what. You're right about the melted brains part. Ah, what do you mean? You could go all the way to the top. Search to order. Chairwoman Stevenow. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, member. Good morning. You're such a big boy. Did you dress yourself today? I think you did. George Naperville. Sean, at least we can listen to Biden's folksy memories of what wasn't and wonder why he's screwing us. <laughs> I like it. All right. Thank you, George in Naperville. Greg and Dixon. Hello. Hi, Greg. Hey, tomorrow I'm celebrating Earth Day. I got eight, uh, 
acres out here in Dixon and about seven buildings. I'm turning every single light on and every single building water. I'm going to be in there or not. Yeah. I've got my 57 Ford Fairlane 500 filled up with leaded racing gas, and I'm going to be cruising that baby if it ain't raining. Now, and I might even top? burn some garbage. Is that the hard top that folds into the trunk? Did you get the convertible one or no? The Ford. It's Fairlane. not the retractable, nah. What a car, though. What a car, kid. You rubbed that thing a couple yeah, times Yeah, I for might me. even burn a tire or two on my garbage pile. Go right ahead. I love it. Burn the tire. Thank you very much, Greg. That's a proud American. Burn the tire. I'd litter, but I love it here. If I go back home, though, maybe I'll fly back in the, the sewer and litter. No one will notice, especially in O'Hare, filled with bums. $8 billion, not a straight board or a clean tile. Mm, Glenn, Oakbrook. Hey, Sean, didn't uh, some years ago Barney Frank said we got to get everybody in homes and allow people that didn't have the ability to pay yeah. uh, to get a home, and then it all backfired and everybody uh, uh, was Well, he, he, he said it for the, for the eight years prior to the collapse, but my favorite part is he said it six months before the collapse. But then again, he also claimed ignorance like he did when his boyfriend was running a male prostitution homosexual whorehouse out of his out of his uh, duplex there in Washington, D.C. So Barney Frank was unaware because he had all kinds of things in his eyes. Thank you very much. Him and Kamala Harris have the same excuse why they don't read the fine print. There's balls in the way. Greg and Rogers Park. Hey, come on. First, two takes real quick. First of all, I just want to say... Nikki Laley is the only reporter in Chicago, and her and, and Mike Scott are the only two reporters in Chicago that are honest and, and straightforward. Because they're, they're on this station. They're on this station. And they're honest, and they're not, they're not disgusting and dishonest like the other fake news media. The second of my point is, you know, I, I'm a baseball fan, so when I listen to um, baseball games, they're putting out commercials now for Earth Day saying, don't take hot showers, you should wash your, your clothes in cool water. Did you ever you look at them? You should feel guilty. That's not really a sacrifice. Did you look at those slobs? Take a look at a Democrat. When's the last time you think they had a hot shower? Watch the news tonight. Tell me how many Democrats you see who look like they just popped out of the shower. Don't threaten me with the reality of who you are. Craig and Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call there, bud. Uh-huh. Man, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all, uh, I'm all uh, like, exercising on something. I keep hearing about these leftists. They want to, now, they want to take and um, uh, manufacture uh, female crash dummies, and they want to replace all these dummies. I, I guess they can think they're male. Now, I've never seen any Schwanzeigers on any of the things. They all small, uh, smooth below the waist. You could throw a, a wig on any crash dummy. There could be a transgender, anything you want, Ruby. Uh, uh-huh. Tell them if they want crash dummies, they should go to Chicago, Cook County, DuPage County, and get all the women that vote Democrat. There's your female crash dummies. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Very excited about my next guest. He's a documentary filmmaker based out of Los Angeles and the president of Highway 61 Entertainment. He's also a graduate of the London School of Economics and George Washington University. I remember seeing his name 
way back in 2012. And I could be mistaken, but I believe it was called Barack. He likes big butts and he cannot lie. Obama and dreams of my father. I might have added the middle part. I cannot wait to see his new documentary, Michelle Obama 2024, a real life story. His name, Joel Gilbert. How are you, Joel? Great to be here. Thank you. Joel, this is really an atrocity that we are subjected to these people who are riddled in scandal, failure, fraud, and abuse. And yet so few Americans care or are aware of it. It was through your documentary, you know, that's you're talking 11 years ago, that was really built on information we had when Barack Obama was running, yet he was continued, he was allowed to take the presidency. We're in this predicament now where I call him dementia face, but Joe Biden is unable to do anything, and he's pretending to be the president. So what's in store for us for 2024? Say it ain't so, Joel, because I know where you're going with this. Yeah, well, look, uh, look the media does cover for these characters uh, without the media promoting their fake backgrounds and stories that they promote, like Barack Obama. I showed in my film Dreams from My Real Father. His father was not the Kenyan student, but rather a Soviet agent communist uh, out of Hawaii named Frank Marshall Davis. So they're absolutely up to it again. They supported Joe Biden and his candidacy from his basement. They helped get him elected in, in you know different ways, and they've supported his presidency. So uh, what I think is coming is it looks to me like two things. Number one, Michelle Obama has positioned herself expertly to uh, to run for president. She's following the same formula that Barack did to become president. Barack was uh, the keynote speaker for John Kerry in 2004. He introduced Kerry at the convention. Michelle Obama introduced Joe Biden at the Democrat convention. Barack based his candidacy on his personal story, his autobiography, Dreams from My Father. Michelle has written now two autobiographies, Becoming and The Light We Carry. She's got a big Netflix show coming out next week. And Barack had a uh, voter registration organization before he ran for president called Project Vote in Chicago. And Michelle has a voter registration organization called When We All Vote. So I think she's keeping a high profile. And the Democrats are preparing the road for her. They made South Carolina the first primary state. So she doesn't have to go campaign in 100 counties in Iowa. She gets to go to South Carolina where her grandparents are from. And she claims it as kind of like a home state. Half the voters in the Democrat primaries are African-American. So that's an easy win for her. And now they just named her home city of Chicago as a Democrat national convention site. So I see them setting it up for Michelle. She's positioned herself perfectly. And no matter what Biden does next week, supposedly he's going to put out a video or something. But I'm very certain by, uh, by late summer, early fall, he'll be saying he's not running and the party will turn to Michelle Obama. I like it. I like it because it makes sense, and it also fits uh, where we are and, and how we got here. The reality is there are no real standards for politicians. It's the only industry where background, scandals, failure, and corruption are a resume builder. And you couple that with what we saw in 2020 with ballot harvesting, with the court system circumventing state legislatures and changing voter re uh, regulation and rules. So there's nothing to say. Not only could she be the nominee, but she could win. Well, you know, she's the most popular person in the country, if not the world. She's had 15 years of all positive publicity, talk shows, magazine yeah. covers, endless uh, positive publicity. She's got her movies out. Uh, and the Democrat parties turn away from old white men. They like ethnic women. Michelle just checks all the boxes. And that's why I did this whole expose called Michelle Obama 2024, it's both a book and a movie. You can see the movie on SalemNow.com, and the book is on Amazon. And uh, actually, 
her her background is just as phony as Barack. She makes up this story that she's the South Side girl. She was suffered discrimination and all these racial slights growing up, you know. But in fact, her father was a precinct captain for the Democrat Party machine in Chicago, and she comes from a political family. She spent her childhood running away from the black community, going to exclusive gifted schools without a lot of black people. And uh, she talks openly in her book and in her her uh, appearances about getting beat up by black people. She was afraid of them. They would beat her up and call her an Oreo, which means you're black on the outside, but you're really a white girl on the inside. They would make fun of her for talking white and acting white. And she actually got jobs in Chicago. I show this in the film where she worked for the mayor of Chicago, knocking down the homes of poor black people. She knocked down the projects at Cabrini Green, made 20,000 blacks homeless. And then her job at the University of Chicago Medical Center was to prevent the black Southsiders from using their emergency room. Michelle would put them in these vans and dump them in these crappy clinics. So she spent her career exploiting black people and making a lot of money from rich, rich white elites in the Democrat Party, helping them deal with their problem with black people. So Michelle has a, a terrible history of exploiting the black community, and she's running around now trying to make them think she's just one of them. And that's what a big manipulator she is. She gives that phony background, and uh, none of it happened. The funny thing that I see here happening um, when I, in Chicago is that the standards become so low that it's irrelevant about the individual running. It's more about that phony mission of this utopia through giving to the deserved by taking away from the, the greedy and the rest of it. Is that all we need anymore? Do any of these scandals matter? Will anybody look at the fact she never had a job that somebody had to fill after she left, that she is this political animal who mm -hmm. has profited from the machine mafia of Chicago? Yeah, look, uh, she's going to run and follow exactly what Barack did. She's going to say, well, you know, I just want to bring us all back together. She'll run on nostalgia, say, remember how much you love the Obama years. And uh, you need to watch my film or read the book. You'll learn about how they created jobs for her. You know, rich white Democrats created jobs for Michelle to deal with the problems they had with regular black people. And Michelle took a lot of money to exploit them. And she is a political animal. She's a better speaker than Barack. She's more authentic. And she's more political. People remember back in 2008, she got so political, she went over the top and said, for the first time in my life, I'm proud of my country when Barack won a primary. And that's when they told her, look, everyone's going to hate you. You need to pretend that you're not interested in politics for a while. So she took that advice. And that's what she's been doing with these book tours. She's promoting herself, appealing to women and minorities mostly, to this core Democrat voter groups. So she can represent herself to the public as an outsider, someone who wants to bring us together again. Now, throughout your life, I know this is what you've paid attention to. You're, you're a graduate of the London School of Economics, and you've been in the film business for years. There was a time in this country when corruption and scandals mattered, when people were rejected because of them. But yet yep. here we are. We do not have a policy that works. We have scandals everywhere you look. How does society change its, its, its standards so quickly, in your opinion? Well, it happened kind of during the Clinton years, toward the later part of the Clinton years. The media just became so corrupt where they just were supporting an agenda and they didn't care about the facts anymore. And that's where our media went to. Yeah, it used to be if you did something really wrong, you'd be finished because the media would expose you. Now they don't care. They just cover up for you. They're part of the establishment. So it, it is a shocking development that... Uh, takes away our free speech and our right to know 
you know, look what happened with the, with the Hunter Biden laptop, how the, they got all the intelligence agencies and uh, former heads of intelligence to commit to what was a lie to interfere in the election in 2020. It seems like only, and I say this, and I'm not a Republican, I, I don't support anybody, I just support specific individuals, but it seems to be that Barack Obama's presidency should, should be a anchor around her neck, because in the eight years that Barack Obama was president, not only did we have massive scandals in his, in his wars where he dropped more bombs than George W. Bush, 90% of his drone strikes killed innocent people, but the tranquility in America was at its low. He, when he walked out of office, he was despised. How could they put polish on, on the Barack Obama administration, which was a failure from Obamacare to foreign policy? What is she going to run on? Well, look, she's out there right now. Uh, you're going to see it in this Netflix special with Oprah. I actually attended that event back in December in, in uh, Los Angeles that they're going to be broadcasting. And she talks about how there were no scandals during the Obama administration. And they just had these highest standards. So, but the reality is they did nothing for black people. They did nothing for minorities. They made race relations much worse. Uh, you might remember toward the end of his first term, it wasn't very certain that blacks were going to come out and vote for him again. It was yeah, pretty looking like they would not. And that's when Obama picked up on this uh, Trayvon Martin shooting and tried to make it a big uh, scandal in the black community. He embraced Black Lives Matter to create this racial tension in order to get elected. So the, the race relations flipped opposite negative from the Obama presidency. The economy got worse. Nothing improved. But here you've got Michelle talking about how they were scandal free and the media is, is per supporting her to say that. What is your, you know, I, I know, I love, first of all, I know you just got done with this, and I know I can't wait to see it. I want everyone to go to Salem now and watch it. But I love the way you, you come at documentaries. And when you come at them from your background, what's your next one on the horizon that you want to take uh, head on? What's the next one you're focusing on? Well, I'm really just trying to see how this is going to play out this year, because we've got a whole deep state and media complex uh, allied with various uh, globalists and foreign groups that really want to support the Democrats' agenda. And you've got this, you know, nationalistic MAGA America First movement that Donald Trump heads up. Are they going to be able to get the message out with the big tech and the media 100 percent against him and also the courts against him, trying to put him in jail before the uh, you know, before the election. And can they overcome all the election shenanigans with uh, mail-in votes and uh, controlling the election commissions and uh, everything that went on in 2020? Can they overcome that? It's a huge, uh, you know, huge hurdle to, yeah. to conquer. So that's what I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen. And, you know, Joel, I, I don't, I, like I said, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it this weekend. But I, growing up in Chicago, being in, in the... Uh, financial district in Chicago, one thing I always noticed was the amount of Chinese money in with back then the Daly family, the amount of Chinese investment in Chicago, the interwoven investment from the Chinese Communist Party and specifically the Chicago Democrats. Do you touch upon that in this documentary? Because I believe these policies we're experiencing are directly a result of that and it is an intended sabotage to the American economy as every policy that comes out of the Democrat Party specifically weakens our nation and strengthens the Chinese Communist Party? Does it all trace back to Saul Alinsky's mafia of Chicago Democrats, in your opinion? Well, it sure does. And don't, as I mentioned, Michelle's father was a Democrat Party oh. precinct captain. 
growing up. So at four years old, she was running around with her father uh, trying to get out the black vote to vote for the white liberal Democrats. Uh, her father was paid by the Democrats. Uh, Michelle was heavily into politics. Michelle, I, I cover this in my film and book. Michelle actually grew up in Jesse Jackson's house. She was best friends with his daughter, Santita. So she was there when uh, Jackson was running for president. She saw all the movers and shakers, and she just loved politics. And that's why she married a politician. She loved politics so much. And Michelle is the ultimate politician, and she brings to the table that whole Chicago experience. She worked for the mayor of Chicago with Valerie Jarrett. She worked with Tony Resco. Among her best friends, which people don't know, I show it in the film, was Bernadine Dorn, who was the head of the Weather Underground, who taught Michelle. She worked with her at the, at the Sidley and Austin law firm for a couple of years, and Michelle and Barack would have dinner at their house every week for about five years in the 90s. And there's no question that Bernadine Dorn indoctrinated and radicalized Michelle uh, with this ideology called the politics of fear. And you hear Michelle talk a lot on the campaign trail about fear and how we're all afraid of each other. It's this whole radical 60s ideology. So Michelle is well-versed in Chicago politics, and uh, that's what she's going to bring to the table. Joel, it's a Friday. I want, you, I want to thank you for uh, letting everyone know we've been outflanked by the mafia. However, I hope we win, and I cannot wait to see the documentary. It sounds fantastic. Joel Gilbert, thank you for what you do. I really appreciate you educating the people on exactly the kind of psychological subversion we've been subjected to. Thank you so much, Joel Gilbert. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks a lot. SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I like big Nice. I think this was the wedding song. It has to be. Plus, there's a song out there named Cockeye. Lions and tigers and bears. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. The party of fear. What can we make you afraid of next? Just turn to your abuser for help. That's the mindset of a slave. Every European Marxist, socialist, communist country and all these Democrat hellholes. As you keep turning to the crooks for answers. John in Libertyville. How's it going, Sean? Uh... I think your guess was great, and his his documentary sounds great. I disagree, though. I don't think that Michelle Obama is going to run. I think they got enough money to run out on for the rest of their lives. It's not about money at that stage of the game, brother. It's about power. I I, I hear you on that. I I don't see it. I do think J.B. Pritzker will want to run, and so will Gavin. Fat doesn't sell. Fat doesn't sell on a national uh, level. It only no, sells among them. He still is going to try, and he has a lot of money, so he thinks he has a chance. But another thing, what do you think about Robert uh, Kennedy Jr.? First of all, I, I, I like Robert Kennedy Jr.'s positions on a lot of things, and I don't like them on others. This is what I do, and I could say the same thing about Trump. But going back to your point, I'm going to ask you something, and you could be totally honest, just me and you right here on the phone. Do you really not think it, or... Are you afraid of it if she does? I am. I, I worry about it. Yeah. Definitely. I'm more um, afraid of it than I don't think it. Because if that son of a gun runs, you're going to get a lot of morons that are going to jump it. on board. Not to mention the transgenders. Shot, confuse the hell out of that. I think about it. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you got JB running, if you got, or will they step aside for her and let her run against, you know. <laughs> JB better step aside for her or she'll throw him against the wall like a tennis ball. 
Thank you very much, John. Appreciate the call. You're not going to mess with Michelle. In fact, what Democrat can't she kick their ass? They could run Michelle Obama. And if they do... Welcome, Michelle Obama! Michelle Obama is the most popular woman in America. You know I hate politics. You can forget about the disclaimer. I'm convinced. How could it not be Bo Derek? I mean, Michelle Obama is more popular than Bo Derek? What the hell is happening to the standards? Of course, you look around there at Chicago. There's some ugly women going to get lucky tonight. There are no standards in that ghetto. That Michelle Obama is running for president in 2024. Systemic racism, pepper spray, and rubber bullets on peaceful protesters. She's following the exact same formula that Barack did to become president. Michelle was the keynote speaker at the 2020 Democrat convention, just like Barack was in 2004. Barack once ran a voter registration organization. Now, so does Michelle. That's how- we got problems, Squirrel. The only hope we have is that people will be confused by that left eye being three times the size of the right eye. We could have fun, though, for the year that she's going to run. We'll call her Cockeye. 312-642-5600. Oh, God. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I got to tell you, Squirrel, I am shocked. You are not coming back to work until you see Tootsie. Two hours, two hours of Dustin Hoffman. Enjoy, you you got to watch it. You got to watch Tootsie. How young are you, kid? Yeah, you could probably be my kid. Bill in his truck. Yeah, Sean, your last guest got it all wrong. <laughs> Biden's going to dump Harris. Pick up Fetterman. It's a no-brainer. The dynamic duo of stupid? <laughs> Is that what you yeah. Now, Bill, did you ever see the movie Tootsie? No. You What the hell is going on? You never saw Dustin Hoffman dressing up like a well, woman? I saw pre- yeah, I saw previews or something like this. I never watched the whole thing. Ah, Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. You got to watch Tootsie. I'll watch it tonight. Thank you, for God's sakes. It's a good movie. Bob in Lombard. Yeah, Sean. It was sickening hearing the phony sincerity and concern by Biden about climate change, pollution. He has asthma. But the people with their train derailment in Ohio, with the dead fish, animals, and sick people, crickets. Keep saying it like it is. Bob, that's all they have. They're phony. They don't have a genuine straight bone in their body, these rats. Not one. They yeah. know everything that they're believe, running is a scam. You, you know, it, I can't believe people fall for it. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you what. I believe our, my last guest, Joel. I believe him. That would be the perfect play. Because these idiots that you just watched vote for this know-nothing, do-nothing Marxist moron who lived in Lombard as he became the mayor of Chicago, they'll vote for anybody. That's the right. Democrat Party. That's what you have to be Dead. concerned with. That's why it's time for a divorce. I'm not going to hope for an election. And in the election, who am I supposed to root for? I'm dead serious about this. Who am I supposed to root for? See, because I believe Trump got robbed. No question about it. I said it the night it happened. I said it the next day. I put the Biden voters keep out on every business I had. I know he got robbed. And I thought, by far the best foreign policy president of my life. No question about it. Phenomenal. But man, did he suck. With that Operation Warp Speed. Suck. 
with bowing down to Fauci? And did he suck with that imitating the velocity of money with that PPP bull dung? As he allowed the federal government to take the position of every Democrat ghetto sewer mafia run state. There were only a couple of states that said, no, no, no. I'm living one. It's run by who I think politically is the best governor this state's ever had. It's also why he won with the most Democrats ever voting Republican. Super majorities everywhere. Why out of all the failure of these Democrat ghettos, why would Trump go after DeSantis? I don't get it. This is just out. I guess that Ron DeSantis is not quite as popular in Florida as people thought. I assume, among other things, that they don't want their Social Security cut or their Medicare cut. Can't do that, Ron. What exactly does this guy stand for? I'm dead serious. I mean, aside from being ripped off, we know he got ripped off. I feel bad for him. And I voted for him because I knew what I was up against. I didn't agree with any of the fascism that he participated in. Spoke against it on a daily basis. Why would you attack the only good Republican politician this country has? Maybe there's three others that were running states. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We're getting. And by the way, don't you live here? Hey, stupid. Don't you live here? Lots of job requests from people currently working for the Social Security Medicare cutting. See, if you had a fundamental principle, you would expose all of this for the fraud it is. For the intended seed of socialism it is. And you would demand that it either be privatized or eliminated or, or here's an idea, not that you're big on freedom and liberty, but it would be voluntary. Do you even know what that word means? I don't think you do. The sanctimonious campaign. Ron's poll numbers are dropping so fast and furious that many people are speculating he's not going to run. He just hired kiss of death, Jeff Rowe. He's a kiss of death. Yeah, but, 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 but the guy who got caught in a swinger magazine asking for minorities to bang his wife by the name of Roger Stone, he's a good guy? Is he a good guy? Is Paul Manafort a good guy? How about your creepy son-in-law, Democrat scumbag? Good guy? How about the 271 lobbyists? So you might not want to play this game. You just keep playing you got robbed, because you did. Keep playing you're a great foreign policy guru, because you are. You brought peace to the Middle East, you did. And you had some great energy policies by ripping out regulations you did. But don't ever, ever attack the guy who stood up in the face of your fascism as you tried to shut down the nation, and you did. And you tried to force people on your warp speed bull dung. I know I'm supposed to bang the drums. No, no, no. Not here. I don't do that. And in the meantime, why don't you focus on what's really going on and how you could possibly even have an inquiry sign up to this idiot. Under this order... Environmental justice will become the responsibility of every single federal agency. I mean, now, by the way, when you attack them on that and you should just remember who the only state that immediately preemptively passed an anti ESG bill. Same guy you're making fun of. You might want to really rethink that. Dave and Wheaton. Hey, Sean, um, I was the one that told you about the uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing, the documentary on Saul Linsky. They, yeah. I don't know if you've seen, there's another part, uh, A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, gender, gender Identity. And it's just as good, if not better. All right, I'm going to watch it. Thank you very much, Dave. I did read his books. I do know what he was. He is the, he is the liaison between organized mafia of the short-in-the-pants Irish Democrats and the true believer Marxists. 
He is the architect of what we're living through. May he burn in hell next to Madeleine Albright and old man Bush. Mary Naperville. Hey, Sean. Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. <laughs> I love you, Sean. Oh, I love you. One of these days I'm going to call you and we are going to talk about selling our house in Illinois. Good for you. However, yes. right now, I just want to say, I think Trump is jealous of the Stannis youth, right? And his heart being so articulate. It's jealousy or, threat, or he's threatened. You know, and, and here's the yeah. thing. It doesn't make sense to me, Mayor, because, number one, you ran to Florida for protection from the policies right. that, were being de- that were destroying the lives in these Democrat states. You don't run against Pritzker or even Michelle Obama, or how about Joe Biden? You, you go after DeSantis, and you're going to tell me, oh, it's a primary? First of all, it's not a primary. He didn't announce. You're worried that he might run? You know, he might not run. The people here in Florida love him. People like me, I don't want him to run because I don't believe in the electoral system. I want him to start yep. the motion of a national divorce, and he can do it. Our state here is passing laws to protect us from what Joe Biden is doing today, tomorrow, and next year. So, you know, I, I, I think it was a stupid move, a real stupid move. And what you're going to do Absolutely. is you're going you're to wake up guys like me. And I'm going to say, you know, since day one, Ron took those 15 days you originally said. That was it. That was the only time there was any change in Florida. And he immediately pushed back on all of it, on all of it, from the vaccines to the masks to the schools and all the rest of it. And, you know, why didn't he fire Fauci? The first thing he should have done. You're fired. Yeah. I mean, you made a career out of saying you're fired. All of a sudden, you got you got shy, you got sheepish on me. No, mm. a lot of a lot of question marks. And you might want to just focus on what your real mission is, because if you start waking up people to think, they're going to realize exactly who named that thing warp speed. That looks like it's killing more people than COVID. And why didn't you know about Fauci investing in the <laughs> flu? Why weren't you questioning it from day one? So this, these are things I think. Thank you very much, Mary. But this is not the normal show. I know I could beat the drum. I could bring on Roger Stone, scumbag. They toot they scumbag. Stone or Manafort, Stone, and Black. They're the reason we have these foreign policies of hundreds of billions to Ukraine. They were way ahead of the curve on that. That's why that creepy Wayne Newton-looking freak, Paul Manafort, was always in Ukraine. And as for the torturers in Africa, that's Roger Stone's division. And as for Black, he's kind of quiet, isn't he? He's in with all of them. The Democrats included. Not to mention, take a look at what real Roger Stone scandal was. See about that in the Swinger magazine. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. During the election year... Who chastised all the never-Trumper scum? Me. We get people that call up, are you an only Trumper? Because now you're just as bad. we got to think, think, think. The country is bigger than a person. Far bigger than a party. The country is worth saving. The people are not. I think he, could, he did great in many areas. But the last year sucked. Sucked. And then I'm going to play the game. That the mafia wants me to play. Ooh, and then we play the election. What about this and what about that? What about the frackin' integrity of our electoral system? Who shored that up? Ron DeSantis shored it up. 
You were in the you you were in the White House. You couldn't figure out that they were already changing the laws illegally. Not the state legislatures, but the Democrats scourge judge. The problem is you paid those judges too. Like when you hired Ed Burke and when you donate to Chucky Schumer. So see, you gotta think a little bit. I want to fix it. 537 whores called politicians have destroyed the principles of our nation. If you're going to get them back, it's going to be with principles. Not because you just want to do the best job. Because you could argue the intention of the Democrat is he's trying to do the best. I don't want that. I want fracking principles and laws and restraints. One executive order to kill another one to kill another one. How about we get rid of them all? That's what I want to do. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Hey, Sean, I agree with you. Uh, and the reason is because Trump is a politician, just like the rest of them. It doesn't matter who's in office. I wish you would have that bumper music from The Who, you know? the song. A, you want to know who I like? Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't want DeSantis to run. I want Vivek Ramaswamy. I like him. Right now, he's who I like. Well, you I, know like, what? It's a, it's, I like Trump. I like Trump, and he got robbed. And I, I sympathize with how aggravating yeah. that must haunt him. Robbed. He's the only president. It's the most obvious theft in election history. Robbed. Stolen. I agree. You know, but but I want to move. I want to get the principles back. Trump was in there for four years. Yeah. Everything was an executive order. Everything. You had, In the beginning, he had the Republicans. Why? 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 Why aren't they laws? Even the taxes. Why so, would you sunset them at your first, after your first election? You should have somersetted those eight years, ten years. Why'd you do it in three right. or four? doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know what? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I call and I agree with you. But don't hate the players. Hate the game. That's the way it's set up. And the thing is, you know, it's... I hate the guys who conform to a crooked game, though, brother. You want to know something? That's what I really hate. Don't conform to a crooked game. I'm in the real estate business. You know how many times I had to deal with these scallywag scoundrels? I made it so they hated me showing up. You didn't want me to go to your village meeting. I'll throw the whole damn thing up for grabs. You don't want me in your office. You just want to do the the law the way it's supposed to be. Thank you very much. I agree with all that, but I do... I do, I do want to follow up on the uh, the idea of the national divorce. No, it's more of a national separation. You go back and you check in the house. You want to make sure everything's all right. Yeah, I get it. Well, Kevin, here's right the do. thing. You, know. you need more men and women of character. Yeah. Stand for yeah, something absolutely. or bow for everything. Now, not, I don't bow. Mike and Cicero. Hey, Sean, how are you? Good, Mike. How are you? I'm great. You know, you know what we need in this country is somebody to unify the country. And Trump, with his rhetoric, he can't even unify his party. No, I'm love shocked Vivek, that he couldn't. Okay? I'm shocked that he couldn't, by the way. I'm going to say that. Well, I he thought did it, he could. He, he, he did it in 16. Making fun of Rubio, making fun of Ted Cruz. Wait till, wait till Vivek starts getting a little bit of, a, a little bit of mustard here. He's going to go after him. Now, if I support Vivek and he starts attacking Vivek... He's telling me that I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, it's one thing, you know, you attack, he attacked the establishment and we all wanted to. That was the beautiful thing. He attacked the establishment. He said those things we all agreed with. And he made fun of Jeb, who's easy to make fun of, that moron. But the thing about, about this particular argument, why would you not recognize in the storm the only guy that really pushed back? And the other governors that, that did, they followed his platform to do it why wouldn't you make amends with that rather than attack it and 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 when you're calling them de- de- sanctimonious or you're calling them fat what are you fracking kidding me 
What are we? I mean, are we in eighth grade? I mean, we're not as stupid as Democrats. Yeah. Don't 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 play me like a Democrat. Don't don't ever do that. And I like him. Listen, I like I, the foreign policy. What he did can never be done again. And I know that the people who follow him, who we're talking about, they're smart enough to realize what he did and break it even further. Whether it's Vivek or whether it's DeSantis or whether it's Trump again. But you better get in on on principles and fact and fundamentals. Because if you're going to think you're going to go in on this on this nonsense that got you there the first time, you're making a mistake. Because you're four years older. I'm not the only guy who's getting sick of these old people. No offense. We've got to beat the we've got to beat the Democrats. We we he should say I my job is not to defeat DeSantis or Vivek. Yeah. My job is to see that our party defeats the Democrats. Mike, that's, it. that's why you should be a consultant. All you got to do now is marry one of the kids. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... Occupations do not have virtue. People do. Like all occupations, only a third are made up of people with character. That's the problem. We've somehow devolved into a society that gives character to occupations. We need more people of character at the helm of these organizations. My next guest received two medals with distinction from the CIA upon his federal retirement. He spent 26 years with the CIA as an executive senior intelligence service officer. His name is Dan O'Connor. He's got a new book out. It is called A True American Patriot on your 6 o'clock. Daniel, thank you for joining me. How are you? My pleasure. Thank you very much. I've got a lot to go over with you. Absolutely. 26, 26 years. What are the years, ballpark? You don't have to be specific. <laughs> 26 years. I don't, want to get um, you, I don't want to get you run over. Go ahead. No, for sure. Um, I can tell you that um, I was with the agency for 26 years, and um, the specific thing I did most of the time was um, I was an executive senior intelligence officer and uh, the chief of security for five different CIA directors from one to the next to the next of intelligence directors, central intelligence, and their deputy directors. I was responsible for making sure that they and their families were protected and I spent a vast ma- amount of my career uh, doing that. And uh, the amount of travel, and uh, both domestically and particularly internationally, um, is rather difficult. But um, we had good teams of people that worked at the agency. And, you know, Dan, uh, you know, yes. Dan what, what, what I hate about our, our bureaucracies in America is that somehow sure. we've allowed these bureaucracies, these entities, to become so politicized that the heads of them, are political animals themselves. Mm-hmm. I, this, this was to me was never more represented when John Brennan, somebody who I had absolute and still have absolute contempt for, because in this country it used to be frowned upon to commingle with communists. John Brennan, his own words, he voted for the the guy who was the the head of the American Communist Party. How does he become in charge of the CIA? Aren't you guys supposed to have all that background on these guys? Yeah, the background is certainly there. I think it's a a perspective. Um, John's not one of the people that were involved in this 
uh, the uh, six uh, years and 26 years. And the, uh, so it's, they, the agency has gone through many, many different directors. And um, some are, are very strong and very good. And then others are not looked at that way. The best way I can put it. I have a cousin who's a career military guy. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know specifically what he did, but I know he did some, some uh, dangerous stuff. There are some dangerous positions that, that this agency is put into. However, I'm curious to know your take on how heavy-handed America should be in other countries. That's a very good question. Right now, um, we, there's so much activity going on around the world and uh, the threats that exist. Um, it's very important that wouldn't necessarily say put weight on them, but it's pivotal that we in the United States, specifically the White House, that uh, the people like Russia, China, North Korea, these are all that have to look at us. And we can't allow them to think that we're weak or that we're not ready for a problem that could occur. So it has it has a, a certain amount of uh, need to pay attention and to back up what can occur. And I think that's kind of what's happening right now um, for, the, for the last year or two with regards to places like that and uh, how it is today. The issue of whether we're going to have World War Three or the issue of... Uh, well, we've never been closer. I think you and I can agree to that. We've never been closer. And as right. I look at so many of the American policies, as I go back to World War Two. And I listen. I love what the CIA did in CIA did in World War II. But as I as I look now to the world situation, we are at mm-hmm. our, our weakest point economically. We are at our weakest point when it comes to uh, the value of our word. And I think to a certain extent, we deserve that. Has mm-hmm. the government been in conjunction with corporatism to really build this animosity between these third world nations? I mean, after all, mm-hmm. have we been upfront with them? And I still continue to look at what I see between the, the uh, big oil, let's say, and Africa, which is, I know, some, something you spend a lot of time in. And you look at these dictators, and you look at the way they, their people live in absolute abject poverty, and you look at the killing fields, and yet these dictators all live like Saudi Arabs and uh, capitalists. And this is something that could have never happened without our government's stamp of approval to a certain extent on it. How do we allow mm-hmm. this to happen? And Africa being one of the only two countries where slavery still exists, the irony in that is outrageous. How do we allow them to become these warlords and these profiteers of policy like this? Uh, it's, it's, I think it has to do with people that are uh, not really caring about the country, but more caring about what's good for them and how much money they can make and what kinds of things can they get involved in. So I think it's a very difficult uh aspect to it and um the the fact that around the globe uh the different things that are occurring particularly the economic aspects are quite real and um they're going to be around for a while this is a total change in many respects well so. I'm, you know it's it's funny dan i, I i've been talking about de-dollarizing since uh-huh. i used to be a caller into this show i used to be a caller and we would talk about de-dollarizing because you hear politicians, I call them political whores, talk about the full faith and credit of the country. And you realize how many times we've used 
kind of a fiscal extortion policy, a fiscal weaponized policy, and the wreckage that that's left behind. Is it shocking to you that the, the world is de-dollarizing, or in your mind, from what you've witnessed, do we kind of deserve to be hoisted by our own petard? I think to some extent uh, that last line was correct, <laughs> and um, and we're paying a price for it, and the price hasn't even begun uh, for what's going to happen. I think in the near future, and uh, I think a lot of good people, a lot of a lot of people that work hard, they mean to do well. Um, they're sometimes in middle class, sometimes lower. Uh, they don't really have much options, and for for the individuals that have and basically greedy at best, um, it, it's very sad because these people are going to have a tougher time than they've basically been having day to day with their family, with their children. So there's a lot that um, has to be looked at. And uh, But I do, I do believe and feel that it's not just the United States. Oh, and, no. And, yeah, no, I, I think, think it's a result. Yeah. I think it's a policy and, of corruption. And, you know, I'm from Chicago. And one thing uh-huh. about Chicago, it is the mafia capital of the world. And this is not two Italian guys talking about the line on Monday Night Football. The mafia is the Democrat Party. And one thing uh-huh. I recognized for decades is the hand-in-glove connection between the Chinese Communist Party and the Chicago Democrat Mafia. All the way back to old man Daly, that simpleton that he was. But he was brilliant when it came to schemes. And how mm-hmm. could it be that our institutions, our central intelligent agency, doesn't pick up on the corruption between the Chinese Communist Party and the Chicago Democrats, because now what's happened is that business model is sitting in the White House. And I believe that Joe Biden is an enemy, is, is an asset of enemies foreign and domestic. There is no Chinese Communist investor that's going to give a crack-smoking kid $1.5 billion and make Joe Biden rich beyond belief, and we can't get an audit on him. But this could not have happened without an ignorance I mean, is that the excuse that nah, we just didn't see it? Because you got five decades of this crook setting up this well, relationship, yeah. and his policies are destroying my nation and strengthening the communists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think, with regards to some of what you've said, uh, the FBI is the appropriate location to be interfacing and, and putting people in charge, putting people in situations that can, we can find how these people need to be put in jails or prisons. Uh, whereas the agency, the agencies are meant and intended for uh, the rest of the world, not the United States per se. So much of what we do has to do with um, looking at and protecting the uh, agency uh, abroad, but also looking and protecting what's happening in the world, who's doing what to who. And uh, many of the people that the agency tracks are very appropriate. And now, um, I know you're retired, and uh, yeah. I, I'm happy you made it out because it's a dangerous, dangerous job. I'm Indeed. wondering when you sit back and you reflect. Sure. Do you do you question? Can we ever have a world of 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 somewhat peace and tranquility, or is it always going to be this oligarch? catastrophe because that's what we really have nations don't fight wars oligarchs though is is it just going to be this whole thing for eternity where we can't pull our hat out of our ass long enough to say whoa 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 what the hell are we doing yeah i think that we're collectively going to be learning new things in in a soft way of putting it and many of the uh 
years that we're going to be uh, having tough times in, there will be people that um, will uh, tr- go back to the way it used to be, where people were honest, people were uh, interested. Uh, they really, their sole purpose was to, you know, any children that they have, to take care of the children, they're good to the children, their wives, their families. Uh, these are things that I think are going to come up and people are going to have a very difficult time for the next few years about this. And you know, um, yeah. after, after September 11th, I'm, right. I was there, right? My daughter was six months old when it happened, and the, the climate of uh-huh. the country was just, let's get them. And I get it. Um, when you look back at that, right. was, was that something we did successfully? As you see now, a politician come out yesterday and tell you he cannot in good confidence tell us if we're funding the Taliban. When you look back at all of it, from Charlie Wilson's war to the decisions that were made, would you do any of the same thing again? I I think a lot of it has to do with whether we were going to have to uh, go to war at that point in time, both inside the U.S. and outside. And um, it turns out that the uh, espionage and um, different players involved, it's um, they did something that killed a lot of people in New York, and they joined the country at large. But, but we did get back to them, and, and as a result, we haven't had much uh, that we had in the past. No, we just so, got the Democrats to worry about. Now, in your book, American yeah. Patriot, On Your True Six, do you write about me? Did you name the character Sean? Does he look like me? How does it work? <laughs> I'm sure he looks like you, but um, it's fictional. So even if it looks like you, you may not be the same character as the one you're thinking of. <laughs> and is this pretty much based on a good guy in a in a bad system, or a, a, what is the premise of it all? The premise of it all has to do with um, terrorism, espionage. U.S. military, um, and humor, because I think it's important. We're too old to cry. You might as well laugh at this. Indeed, indeed. And one or two people that asked me, you know, um, the book's already said it's going uh, 16 May, but um, one or two people have said to me, what was the reason for it? Why, you know, why did you do it in terms of just creating a, a new book? And what I explained is that from my perspective, my career, uh, the U.S. military um, has done and does so much for our country and and to protect us. And uh, people don't realize that we have about 125 bases, U.S. bases around the world. And those bases, the, you can have small groups of, of uh, U.S. military or you can have very enormous groups. The difference is that um, not between those two, but between people at home versus people there, around the world, they um, work hard, and often they're putting in about three, four hours a night, and that's what they can do because they're so busy. And um, I think if we can um, get some of the books that I, that I have to them, it'll get wet. When I was traveling with the DCIs and, and the, the deputies and then all of my agents and all, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, we were exhausted because you're going – say, uh, about 10 days on, on a foreign trip. And uh, several of the places, you're, you're jumping from one to another to another day-wise. 
And um, so people get tired real fast. And uh, we, I knew that it, it's very real. And uh, when I see what's happening around the world for our troops uh, and how serious it may have to be in the future, recent future, that I'd love for them to have a book that they could just read because the book is filled with a lot of the, uh, probably about uh, a third to almost half is about the U.S. military. It's about the agency, about most, all the different parts of the White House and all. So yeah. I'm going to read it. I think they can give them, yeah, I think they'll enjoy the, um, the resting of it because uh, many times you're not getting any sleep at all. And the week just goes from one to the next to the next. And uh, what our military does for us and our agency officers do for us in, while they're there in, in embassies and, and uh, trying to um, pay attention to protect us better. Do you think, these, these, do you think sorry, the average yeah. American knows the brutality in the philosophy no. of the Asian communists or the Chinese communists? Do you think that they understand... That this no. or, it doesn't financially work. I mean, you and I both know communism doesn't work. But what works right. is tyranny and murder and mayhem and the lack of law. You think Americans know there's no defense attorneys in China? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not a problem, and that is exactly what happens. I think we, uh, Xi Jinping, uh, I think he's a brilliant guy, but I also think that he uh, has n- no effort to take care of his people. And they and they write them off and kill them without even blinking an eye. And he had what he's had in terms of building up the the issues of whether he's going to take in Taiwan, uh, whether you know the U.S. is actually going to have to stand up to them, and, and uh, yeah, it's going to going to be tough. You know? Do you sleep a lot? Not a lot. I sleep comfortably. <laughs> I mean, because but, you just said something about a communist you've never been able to say about a Democrat or an 80% of the Republican Party. You just said, I think he's a brilliant guy. When's the last time you said that about an American president? There you go. Well, th- I also said on the other side of the coin of Xi Jinping, I really do think he's mentally ill. And and that's the two copies. Someone's very bright, and that's why they're getting what they're getting. But he also has no... Uh, no stomach or no heart for his own people. Yeah. And, you know, so uh, with regards to Putin and Russia, it's a similar, but uh, Putin is close to being on the abyss. He, he may actually go over because what he's done and what happened to his country already, uh, aside mm-hmm. from Ukraine, there people have tried to get out of there and they want to get out of there, and many of them did. And this is amazing. You know, when I look at this, I, I call it, an, you know, it's a Soviet Union war, they're oligarchs. But when you look at Ukraine and you got the dingbat wife showing up in Paris with 30 million in cash in her luggage, and you see these idiots driving Mercedes all on our dime, doesn't that just fry you? Yeah, yeah, I would say that's correct. Um, it's and I mean, at least it, the cartel, they at least uh, produce a product. You had to deal with yeah. those those buffoons in Central and South America. But when you're looking at the former Soviet Union, these guys just play that techno music and drive around in Mercedes-Benz. I can't figure out what the hell they make. Yeah, yeah. I think Putin was thinking that he's going to get back to the way it once was. And and I believe that's not to be. With all your CIA expertise, before I let you go, and I'm going to have you back on after I read your book. 
You think it was a good trade to let out the arms dealer, Victor Bout, the merchant of death for the basketball player? What do you think about that trade? Say it again. I didn't catch the last piece. Victor Bout, the angel, the merchant of death that we released him for a seven-foot-tall basketball player who smokes weed. With good you. trade? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that... Um, that that is not an uncommon thing. Uh, it's <laughs> great. More than people realize. Yeah. Um, well, you you got to tell some of your old CIA guys to wake up, start talking. Let's not get mm-hmm. Brennan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I, O'Con- Dan O'Connor, thank you for writing the book. I am going to have you back on. I could because now I finally got a CIA guy I like. You're the first one. Congratulations. Thank you so much, and I really <laughs> your time. Thank you very much. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Go, Victor Bout. Go, Victor Bout. It's Friday, too. We're going to have those Bono leather jackets on from YouTube. Strippers on the wall like they were at Kamala Harris's house. Trucker Dave. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Very good. Uh, great show, great guests. A um, couple of things I'm going to rifle through uh, that other guests have commented on. I do not understand the shade that Trump is throwing on DeSantis, why he cannot unify uh, the party, and that we should be uh, having the goal of defeating the uh, Democratic Party versus uh, other constituents. I mean, it's a simple uh, thing to the, do, Dave, and I want you to stay on the line. I want you to hear this. Why it matters. Yeah. The left is playing for keeps. If you look at what happens in 2024, if the Democrats are able to sweep all the offices, president, Senate and House, what will they do uh, with that power? They will try to pack the U.S. Supreme Court. They will try to abolish the Electoral College. They will try to make Washington, D.C. a state. So they get two left-wing senators virtually for life, and they will try to eliminate voter ID across this country and mandate ballot harvesting in every state of the union. Now, I don't think any of us think that that's a very positive agenda, but even people that aren't terribly political, how many American families are sitting at the dinner table saying, oh man, I wish we could just mandate ballot harvesting across the U.S., or I wish we could get rid of voter ID. No, they're talking about crime and education and inflation and all these other important issues. That was right before I started the show. After Trump released the video on whatever network it is, Truth Social or whatever, attacking and making fun of him and the rest of it. I can tell you a lot of the people that we defeated who were represented by Jeff Rowe, Kiss of Death, who dropped Young Kim, you know who Young Kim is? to see if he can help, and he's going to help Ron, but I don't think he's going to help him much. Cause now, which one has sustenance? Which one has a, has no, a I point? I agree. You know, so that's why, I lo- who's praised him more than me? Who lobbied for him to win the presidency more than me? But we have to recognize the, the precarious position this country's in on all fronts. There's a reason that this right. country's, if, we did, if they de-dollarize the rest of the world, we're done. It's over with. In a hurry. In a hurry. I agree. A uh, couple other things. Uh, the you know the fake outrage about uh, the climate, but yet nothing done for Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, I do think she can run. 
and I'm very afraid of Michelle Obama running and winning. And I do like uh, Vivek. Uh, I'm yeah. glad you brought him up. I don't think a lot of people know about him. I saw his uh, interview with Don uh, Lemon the other day. Don Lemon. Very intelligent, very articulate. Exactly. Um, and I, I thought he was, uh, you know, I don't know much about him, but I would encourage his, Somebody who to... built his money, who earned his money, who's never been in politics. That was the other beautiful thing about Trump. That's the one thing I don't okay. like about Ron, to tell you the truth. You're cozied up with a lot of establishment guys. I'm not in the tank for Ron. I don't want him to run. I'm a Floridian. I need him here to protect my investment. The other thing is I need somebody to really stand on principle, somebody who understands I don't have the authority to lock down the country. That's what Trump should have done, just like he should have rejected paying Rahm Emanuel and hiring Ed Burke. Thank you very much, Trucker Dave. Principles, either have them or you fake it. Dave. Libertyville. John, how are you? Very good. By the way, speaking of the lack of principles, good win for women who want to kill their own babies. Looks like the uh, Supreme Court was intimidated enough to let you keep doing it with that pill. Go ahead. Um, You know, when you were talking to your last guest, I was, you, it it was kind of mentioned about trading the basketball player for the arms dealer, and and they left a general or something from our army or marines or whatever over there they left an accused i would have left accused, her but over not there and cia agent yes that's the funny part i would have left her over there and got the general back huh? arms dealer for a basketball player really well you know their big economic plan in these democrat sewers is pot stores maybe they were factoring in the consumption she's going to have thank you very much dave it doesn't have to make sense The Democrats don't make sense on any policy, yet here they are, standing on the precipice of what exactly? Financial collapse? We're proposing revisions to certain elements of the council's existing guidance that have made it difficult to use its non-bank designation authority. I think her husband's getting ready for her to come home on a Friday night. I think he's lighting the candles. He's got the robe on, the short robe, but no underpants on. I don't think so. The existing guidance issued in 2019 created inappropriate hurdles as part of the designation process. These additional steps are not legally required by the Dodd-Frank Act, nor are they useful or feasible. Oh, God. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine waking up, rolling over, and she's drooling on the pillow next to you? Not me. I want some answers. I want them now. I want to know where all our money is. Where is the money? We have a lot of committee hearings and a lot of subcommittee hearings here every week, and the press is not able to adequately cover them all. I would like to highlight the committee hearing in which we examined the current assistance of the United States towards what's left of Afghanistan. The United States, being the United States, even after we left that country, gives from four to five billion dollars in aid, which should be humanitarian aid, to help the Afghan people. In the hearing, we heard from the Inspector General, which is somewhat of an auditor of American programs, as to what was becoming of the money. Our wonderful United Nations, together with the State Department, together with the Department of Defense, together with USAID, some of these agencies breaking the law, refused to open up their books and tell our auditors what they're doing with the money. Can you imagine this? You work for us. We have the auditors. Congress says, where's the money? I'm not showing you. 
How does that work with the IRS? Is that going to work with the IRS? I don't think so. I hope as we head into appropriation season, we do not forget that when we give money to the United Nations, they ignore our request to find out what was happening to the money. And I hope the American public also remembers what the Department of Defense and State are doing. You know what is supposed to stop this? What's built in to our laws to stop this kind of waste, fraud, and abuse of the public money. It's called a debt limit. We have circumvented it, not by politicians or representatives of the people, but because Manhands wants to run it. Some are based on a flawed view of how financial crises begin. Shut up, Viagra Slayer. What about the debt ceiling? I'm just trying to get a sense of what you need to see to have this conversation between the president and the speaker. Because you've said you're happy to talk about the budget. The president or the speaker has now put out what appears to be the closest thing he's going to get to putting out a budget. So what are you waiting for? So what we're waiting for is for them to avoid default. What we're waiting for the, for, for House Republicans is to put that on the floor so that they we can avoid default. So That's what we want. To- I got a little something for you. I know you didn't get there because you're smart. But the fact that we're operating outside of the rules of the debt ceiling is a technical default. We're in default. We're just not admitting it. Of course, it is a house of lies, an empire of lies. That's why the best liars are in charge. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Well, that door, baby, bye-bye. Well, that door, baby, bye-bye. The answer. Never played on the All right, let's go to the lines. James and Schomburg. Hey, buddy. I just wanted to echo what you were saying about DeSantis. I, I love him not to run because I want him to keep sharpening his swords down there. But the thing is, is that Trump is becoming so caustic. And the thing about DeSantis is, you know, he's an ex-Navy SEAL. He's one of those guys that runs into the firefight because he sees something that has to be done, and he's compelled to solve it. And I think he might be running because Trump can't get out of his own way. I have to tell you, James, I have no faith in the system uh, 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 across the country. These Democrat sewers have legitimized the outcome that they always are going to have, which is the Democrats are always going to dominate. When you have ballot harvesting, it's funny, I have a friend of mine in a a home. The home has probably got 400 people in it. The ballot harvesters go there, and these people are all drugged up. It's like one flew over to Cuckoo Cuckoo's nuts. They walk out with 400 ballots. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. No, you, how how is right. that legitimate? So, you know, if we don't fix that, you're always going to get the shut the countdown four hours later, exactly. and then the nation wants you to believe there's 81 million Americans that voted for this whore. And by the time, right. it's the and perfect that, crime, because all you have to do is steal one night, and you control the world economy. Precisely. And why aren't those the half the half of us that are still sane and love this country aren't in unison calling for accountability and audits on elections. Yeah. They don't they don't say it. They don't have to wait for election year to say it. They can and, be saying it now. Trump could be opening his big mouth about that now. And that being said, not. I recognize how it must feel every day 
to know you got robbed. And I'm talking on behalf of Trump. That has to be something that's outrageous. But you see him being inundated. And I think to a certain extent he has to run because if he doesn't, they're going to railroad this guy into jail. But he should be discussing these topics. This is very important. Instead, you, you take time off your day to make fun of this guy. It's a, it's a low-rent right. move. Exactly. It's a low-rent move. It's absolutely. It's a scumbag move, and it's what makes everybody that already hates him hate him more. And then he's disenfranchising those that could take him and like his policy. Can't stand and, his personality, but I love his policy. And here's the thing. I, think, I love his intention. I, I think he's got good intention. But what is it about this guy? that he can't focus on the real problem. I don't know, brother. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. That's what we're going to do on this show. We're going to talk about those uncomfortable topics. You want cheerleaders, it's not going to be from 4 to 7 on AM560. Robert, Oak Park. Yes, uh, Sean. Just to reiterate, the uh, interim uh, police superintendent of Chicago just announced his resignation to be leaving the, the job the first day of the mayor on May 15th. What, what's going on? Ask your listeners, not today, it's late, but ask your listeners to chime in. We want to know what's going on with the uh, department. Robert, at this point, I don't know the guy from a chili pepper, but he's probably just trying to stay alive so he can collect his pension. Thank you very much, Robert and Oak Park, and who blames him? We have to go already, Squirrel. Got the national anthem, though, right? All right. Well, let's play it while we still can. I could sing. Now listen, stay safe. Have a good weekend. Don't let your kids go to Chicago. And if you're in Chicago and a Honda Air Kia are speeding at you, it's not going to stop. It's been victimized by ghetto rideshare. Stay safe. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.